All right, continuing in Hilchas Chanukah, Kuf Lametes Sevav. Again, the Liban is the Tzachan and the Sana Bani Yudeschava. Him and everyone else, we must have a Shavah. It's around the Tzatzlacha. Sevav, Kuf Lametes Sevav. Minig Pashim in the Seder, the minig in our in our in our countries are Kimahadrim and Hadrim to do Mahadrim and Hadrim. We know that the Gemara talks about different levels. Either one candle for the whole household, or you go or one candle for every person in the household every night, or Two different ways to Mahajan and Nahajan, right? The Ashkenaz way, you're going to lead in the second Shema. They can call Echad Echad, Meneabayes, Belayla Risha, Ner Echad, that every person in the household lights one Ner for the first night, Uvishnein, Ishnei Reis, and the second two, Vechin, Mesivin, Ashleishmini, Mazak Shemin, until every person in the household lights eight. That's one minute of how to do Mahajan and Nahajan. The other way, Shadi Yisrael do, is that it's that one person lights, and, and the rationale that one person lights one additional one for every night is that if a bunch of people light, there's not the same hacker as one person. Um, lighting. Now this we say every person lights. Meshavura says besides for his wife, because Ishtai is Kugufai, but it passes that sounds like other women in the house, if there's girls that could light their own one or should light their own one, that's part of the Mahajan. It's only specifically, it's not a miyat of girls, it's a miyat specifically to a wife. Um, everyone has to put their nearest in a designated place because so you could see how many nearest are lit because everyone's just going to light a bunch of candles lined up you can't really tell how many candles they're actually lighting tonight so each one should have somewhat of a designated area don't put it in the same place where you always have candles the whole year so everyone should be able to recognize that it is ideally you should light it next to the door to door. The mitzvah is to put it, the tefach close to the door on the left. Why? Because then when you go through your door, when you go through your door, you have the mezuzah on the right side, and then, uh, then it comes that you're completely surrounded by mitzvahs when you walk in and out of your house. The best is to put it within the actual airspace of the doorway. Not really possible with our doors if you're doing it on the inside, but that would be the best. Because if your door opens outwards, then you can do that. The best is to put it three tvachim above the ground, and less than ten tvachim above. If it's more than ten tvachim above the ground, if it's above twenty amas, why not? It's not good if it's above twenty amas. People don't realize it. Let's say you live on a second floor, a third floor. What do you do? So then you can put it by the window if you're above twenty tvachim. But if you're more than 20 amas above, so to show it to Shus Rabbim, they show it to be enim and malchim and Shus Rabbim. The people of Shus Rabbim don't see it anymore, so you're not doing it for them. As I tell you, sir, the nicha mitzvah pesach. So put it by your door, because anyways, the pursuing nisa is not for b'nei Shus Rabbim. The pursuing nisa is for your b'nei bayis. So you might as well put it in the ideal place, because anyways, you're not gaining the Shus Rabbim people. Right? And again, if you live in an apartment building. Siv test. The candle should be in a straight row. Not one high and one low. There should be a space between each nair. That the flame from one to the other should not come close and then it turns into a torch. And what is the space you need? The Meshavura says at least one finger breadth between them.
And also by wax, you need to have six. Because if the heat of one is going to melt the one of the other, it's going to melt, so therefore you have a little space. Let's he just fills up a bowl with oil and puts a bunch of wicks, right? So would that count or not? So if he puts another kli over it with openings, so then, in other words, you have a bunch of wicks sitting in a bowl, and you put another kli on top of it that has, let's say, eight openings, so then each wick is coming out of a different opening, so even though on bottom they're in one, but since on the top, visually, they look different, so then each one counts as his own. But like, like, if you do not put a kli on top of it, it doesn't even count as one ner, because it just looks like a torch of a bunch, and that is not kasha for ner Chanukah. has two openings, the other boy's name, two people shouldn't light with it. I feel like even the first night, I'd say, oh, this will be my light and that will be your light. Why? Because it's not a hacker if it's coming out of one ner. According to the kids are, and right, different cheetahs, do you go by shkia, a little after shkia, it says, um, is by tesekechavim, he says, and not any later. And it's us to do anything before that. Like I feel a limit even to learn. Like if you don't daven marv earlier, daven marv and then be mandik. Because had like before he lights the cabs covered in vessel. So we need to have everyone there when you're lighting for pesuvinisa. It has to be enough oil in there to light for at least a half hour. Now the deal time we said is light by taste. If you did not light then. And you you lit later, that's okay as long as people in your house are up. Because again, the Iker presuming Nisa today is for your household members. If you come home at work at midnight and your entire house is sleeping, then there's no presuming Nisa, and therefore you light it, but you light it without a bracha because you're not really being Mekayim the Mitzvah. Sharetzian brings that if someone wants to make a bracha, you don't Meichen him. But it sounds like a passion is to not make a bracha. Person, he says, I know I have to go to work at night. I'm not going to be able to light at night. You could light from Plaga Mincha on, and the kid just tells you what is Plaga Mincha. An hour and a quarter before it says, by You divide up the hours of the day into 12, right? So every hour during the winter is going to be less than 60 minutes. So an hour and a quarter is going to be less than that. The kid speaks it out. The days of Hanukkah, when the days are short, so he says if, if the daylight hours are only 10 hours, so he says then Plaga Mincha comes out, an hour and two and a half minutes is your whole Plaga Mincha before it says. But even if you're lighting early, you have to have enough oil that it can continue to light. Till after it says, we don't have that amount of light, like you you're not making a mitzvah, right? And that's what we do on Erev Shabbos, is we light early, right? You light after, after plug, uh, so that, and, but it has to have enough to be able to go all the way through. Last one, say that, what is the minute in which order do you light? You start by the right side of the minute. So you add on a light to the left. You add on an air to the left, but where do you start lighting? You start lighting from the left to the right. You always light the new one first. You start lighting from the left to the right. Mr. Burr brings a bunch of different hagen with this, that some people say that no, that in other words, that you should start from close to the door, and regardless if that's right or left, always start um, from close to the door. 
Other minagim is, is that you should always add to the right, to go from the left to the right. And there's not the way most of it, I think, do start on the right, that some of the opposite start on the left. Everyone should do whatever their minag is.